0: Finally, we're here. Welcome to this latest edition of the Visions and Tones podcast. My name is Tony. You're still with me. You know, you're stuck with me. I'm not going anywhere. But uh, for this first episode in 2022, I've got a good friend. It's been a while I've done a live interaction with someone due to COVID and all sorts of things, you know, social distancing, restrictions, lockdowns, and whatever the case. But for this one, I really and badly wanted to have someone to have this conversation live. Uh, We're not really much more deeper, but we just... You know just getting you ready for what is coming ahead uh in 2022 i've got a good friend of mine all the way from south africa so his name is cj cj will tell us what the cj actually uh mean and what he does but let's welcome cj cj what's up
1: hi tony how are you good man yourself I'm good, I'm good. I was hoping you wouldn't uh, expose my government name like that. No, we have
0: to <laughs> expose the government name like that. <laughs> All right, what, very well then. So what does CJ mean?
1: So CJ is a, uh, obviously an abbreviation for my name, which is Charita Jinnasena. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very Sri Lankan name, and hence why I abbreviated it to
0: CJ, because it's hard to pronounce. So. So... CJ, can you tell us, what, what do you do? I know that you're a student at the University of Newcastle. Uh, is this your last year?
1: Oh, I wish. It, I, still have a, <laughs> I still have a year and a half left. I'm studying mechatronics uh-huh. at the uh, University of Newcastle.
0: Yeah. So what, what what is mechatronics? What do you specialize okay.
1: in? So a very simple explanation of mechatronics is that it's the combination of mechanical engineering and electronic <sighs> engineering. Um, even the way our course is structured, we... A lot of mechanical engineering courses and a lot of electrical engineering courses, and somehow it just combines towards the end. Mm-hmm. It's only now that I'm starting to get into like the specialized courses for mechatronics, meaning mecha, like MCHA, the abbreviation. Um, before that, I was just doing either like civil courses, or mechanical courses, or electrical courses.
0: Mm-hmm. So in a layman's language, yeah. what exactly are you going to be doing when you finish a degree?
1: Okay, so that's the best part about mechatronics, is that it's a very broad field. So I can go into mechanical, I can go into electronic, I can go into robotics, I can go into all sorts of things. I can go into autonomous vehicles, anything, anything that's to do with mechanical or electronic, or both of them combined. Right, right. I think a lot of us are obsessed with drones, a lot of us are obsessed with like, autonomous vehicles, actuators in factories. So that
0: I guess that's where you're going.
1: I guess, yeah. But I haven't decided yet. I'm still very much in limbo when it comes to (laughs) what it is that I want to do after the degree. Okay. Still got a year and a half to decide, so not, not in a rush. Right.
0: So would you say you guys in Mechatronics, obviously a branch of it, you are sort of spearheading the artificial intelligence, the future?
1: I wouldn't say spearheading. Okay. I think there's very specific degrees for artificial intelligence. Probably It's probably more software engineering than it is mechatronics. Um, but having said that, there's a lot of coding and stuff in mechatronics and a lot of programming. Right, right. Uh, but artificial intelligence is probably more to do with software. Right. I, reckon. I reckon they're probably spearheading that. <laughs> or computer science. I'm not really
0: sure. In, in, in all the engineering degrees that are there where would you sort of rate uh mechatronics
1: in terms of difficulty
0: um in terms of which one is sort of taking center space at this moment
1: uh probably electrical electrical is a very popular degree right now and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of electrical engineering students i think it's probably the highest number and then uh after that it would probably be civil i think civil is still alive and well (laughs) Yeah. Surprisingly, um, and then <laughs> what are you saying surprisingly? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that we don't need civil engineers, okay. I'm just saying it's still very popular. I got a lot of my good boring. friends are doing
0: civil engineering, they'll, they'll be mad at you for saying that. I know, I know, and I know they're always I have a friends swipe that at is... sociologists also. So, we're just taking a, a bite on each other. Yeah. Kind of, oh, but you guys two, are, you,
1: you guys work hand in hand, you know, you're, you're...
0: not really. <laughs>
1: You're concerned with the civilians.
0: Uh, no, but they do their own stuff. And yeah. and you know the whole pay thing becomes, you know, one of the things that separates us how we actually as academics being been paid peanuts yeah. and I mean how we're becoming redundant. And I had this quite oh, a lot where yes. I hear I hear a lot of people saying, um, I don't really need to go to class to learn all these philosophies and theories i can just yeah. read a book myself i'm like okay good for you but <laughs> at the same time i disagree because then the analysis of it the writing part of it and you know it becomes like a huge difference yeah. with someone who just picked up any book and read oh marks, yeah, yeah. Or the case. yeah.
1: I, I i used to say that about a lot of degrees i think business is one of them i feel like you can learn a lot of business on youtube and stuff whereas engineering is a little bit more complex. And medicine as well, of course. I mean, you need to go to a uni for your medicine. It's not like anyone's gonna I trust. I can be doctor. an online doctor. Uh, <laughs> would you trust an online doctor? <laughs>
0: Well, there's a lot of them were there. You won't believe what I what I went through with my health. And a doctor would go and Google what exactly am I feeling. We're like, oh no, oh, aren't you, you always think to you're gonna die in a week
1: if you if you Google whatever it is <laughs> symptoms that you have. I,
0: I guess my doctor wasn't aware what I was actually struggling with. So yeah. I had a bit of a reflux, which affected my throat. Oh yeah. And then I had to be sent through to, to an ENT, where I did a bit of a scan, and then the ENT also gave me a bit of a fright because he thought he was seeing a cyst on my throat. Holy shit! And then. And they sent me to uh, do is it MRI? I think it's called MRI. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. So I went to do that, and luckily there was nothing. But my my initial doctor spent quite a long time because I even had to leave for six months to South Africa to do data collection. And when I came back, still I was having the same problem. And all she did was to shove a lot of um, strepsils
1: <laughs> down your throat.
0: It's called Nexium.
1: Nexium. Yeah. Okay. Just
0: to control the reflux and do not, but nothing was happening there.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. That sounds harsh. Was it painful? It was. Oh man.
0: Because you're having like all sorts of heartburn and stuff like yeah. that.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. That must have been a struggle. Even to eat.
0: It was. Jeez. terrible. And I was put on a diet, I had to put out um dairy products i had to put out caffeine food i had to put out fatty food i had to put out spicy food this
1: is like my diet <laughs> <laughs> this is my diet that you had to put out it's <laughs> a hospital diet yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly
0: <laughs> yeah um so let's go back to mechatronics yes. uh you're saying so where where are you second you're putting servo but i'm trying oh, to yeah, think oh you done said with the first is electrical obviously yeah. i'd love to believe that Perhaps things should change, unless if I'm not fully versed with what electrical really does. Yeah. Considering the fact that now we're going towards this whole solar and whatnot, climate change or and whatnot, renewable. How does renewables basically? How does how does the electrical sort of work hand in hand with
1: those ones oh uh, you definitely need el- electrical engineers when it comes to renewable energy Even renewable, because right. at the end of the day the conversion is done by them you know they build the transformers they build the big power plants mm. um but having said that renewable engineering is also a field oh, um, okay so I, I think i believe a lot of middle eastern countries have sent students here yeah, to study just true. renewable engineering so it's obviously a big deal as well when i when i was making those rankings it was purely based on what I've seen on campus and just like, you know, how many people do certain like courses and do certain fields. But I think it was electrical, civil. I think mechatronics is quite popular as well. Like mechatronics is becoming very, very popular. Um, it's weird though, because when you look for jobs, there's not very, there's not a lot of specialized mechatronics jobs yet, but they probably will be in the next 10 to 15 years.
0: Why is why, why such a prediction?
1: I don't know. I just feel like the considering where the world is going, considering all the technology advancements and whatnot, I feel like we are in that hub to some degree, you know. And to people who say that it, technology is just the bubble, I, I just feel like that's ridiculous. There's technology will always be evolving with us, you know. We evolve technology and yeah. we evolve with it, so yeah um i just think mechatronics will be up there as like robotics is developing a lot these drones are coming up uh you know it's just everything to do with mechatronics seems to be getting more and more popular so mm-hmm. that's just it's a it's a wild prediction but, but how's, how's the pay though i'm assuming great
0: <laughs> greater than what <laughs> that's the thing uh, have yeah. you researched how much are you most likely going to get paid
1: I uh, did a little bit of research before I started the degree, but after I started, I wasn't really bothered because in Australia, people get well paid regardless of what field you're in, you know, so I'm glad about that.
0: So the plan is to stay here. Oh, yeah, 100%. You're not going to go and uh, develop uh, Mzanzi.
1: That, Mzanzi can wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, uh, my, my ultimate goal is to go back eventually. Mm-hmm. Or even if I live here, I'll visit there very often. But in order to develop Mzanzi, I want to first build some sort of, you know, net worth that's, that's worth developing in Mzanzi, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot more opportunity to make a lot of money in Australia than there is in South Africa. Um, considering, like, you know, there's a high unemployment rate. Yeah. There's a lot of people with bachelor's degrees who are unemployed. Yeah. So I just feel like my skills I mean, would be that's better
0: ridiculous, used. ridiculous, isn't it? At some point now during COVID, I think the last time we che- we, ch- we had a chat about two uh, is it about a week ago? Yeah. The unemployment rate was around
1: 34. 34. 34%, yes, not 20. I thought it was 24 and then yeah. you corrected me. Yeah.
0: yeah, but I said about 33 yeah. as far as I know, and then you actually checked and it said it's about 34. Yeah. And if it is about 34 cuz I remember probably when we were about 29 somewhere there, then youth unemployment itself, just the youth, it was actually over 56%. Jeez. So if we are around now about you know, 34%, you can see that we are approaching 60 if you're not even having crossed 60% of wait, youth unemployment wait, wait, wait,
1: no, 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 surely not. I think that 34% includes the youth, doesn't it? I think that's the general unemployment rate. Uh, and then the youth would be a separate statistic.
0: It's the general, but yeah. yeah. So you have to, from that 30, Three. It's being a general. You have to now extract the youth. Yeah. So there's a lot of young people. I'm not talking about young people with qualifications. I'm talking about just young young people in general. Okay. It's it's over fifty percent, fifty five percent. If you look at the thirty four percent general. Yeah. So when
1: we talk about youth, are we talking about like from sixteen to thirty five? I believe that's the yeah. That's the
0: that's the one in South Africa. Yeah. Sixteen to thirty five. But again, considering also the fact that. The definition of unemployment rate is sort of altered in a terrible way. It refers to people that are considered, you know, job market-ready kind of people who are still searching, who have not given up. All oh, right? really? Yeah. So, they don't consider anyone who's sitting and saying, oh, you know i what, stuffed that I'm no longer searching and whatnot. Oh, wow. That's not. I so did not know that. Basically, then, unemployment rate is far higher than that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Much higher. There's a lot seen... of people who have, g- have given up a long time ago. Yeah, he- I don't think people understand how many people there are in South Africa that just they don't actually actively look for jobs. They've given up their ba- basically in the in the hometown that I grew up in, Mafikeng, right? Uh-huh. There used to be a street um, towards Bopilong Hospital, right? That was like a hospital in Mafikeng. Yeah, and there was like this one area of the street that was just full of people holding up signs that oh, i'll come do your lawn for you or I'll come clean your pool yeah. or come to your garden you know i can be a domestic cleaner whatever it's just for me that that's, that's kind of tough to see you know because like these people are, are this is this is what it's come to they have to hold up a cardboard sign for to get employed essentially and it's not even a proper employment contract or anything they'll just do it for a little bit of cash
0: that's actually everywhere in yeah. Johannesburg also you find oh yeah like yeah. that at like uh what is the warehouses again
1: the warehouses mm-hmm.
0: um like equivalent to what is barnings here
1: oh uh cash build
0: cash build and stuff yeah you find a lot of them actually yeah holding those are, um, oh yeah yeah, yeah science, say, like, those them? guys
1: are actually very good man i have Rit. to say i have to say yeah
0: i'm not sure really i'm not really sure about that
1: man um, those guys get the job done man i don't know about you some <laughs> of them
0: yeah there's a place where i lived true story there's yeah. a place where i lived in Joburg south um oh well perhaps we, that's perhaps <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That was bad COVID to make. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps it's my landlord who liked, you know, cheap labor stuff and whatnot. So, the one dude from a certain country, let's not name it because you're going to be in trouble then for doing that. Oh, wow. um, Came and, uh, you know, put on, installed a toilet and whatnot. You won't believe that the toilet was flushing hot water from the (laughs) geyser. True story. I'm not kidding. <laughs> True you know, story.
1: I honestly think that's more impressive than just having a normal. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's gonna be small... Do you know costly. how skillful that is to connect your geyser up to your to your comet? <laughs> it's, <gonna, laughs>
0: it's gonna be costly, bro. It's gonna be costly, and the glass sho- the 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 glass for a shower. Yeah. a number of them fell off, and <laughs> she was mad. And when we thought that was it, there's this um, windows for the bathroom, which they actually have to. Prevent water from coming in, but the guy inverted the window up, and the water, the, the window was rather welcoming the rain <laughs> in. And that's the room I lived in. That's a true story. I'm oh telling God, you. If I had, rough. if I had a picture of that, I would show you. But, <laughs> oh, but man. so I guess it's some of them who actually, yeah. um, but can you see, do that.
1: but I blame your landlord for that because you have to know what, like, what to use that type of labor for, right? Like, doing your garden is fair. Like, you can't fuck it up that bad. Yeah, you know, like it's just the garden. Yeah. You wouldn't. Um, Get a plumber, like a plumber off the street. You have to get a plumber that you'd know or a plumber that you yeah that you're aware of, like his work. Hence <laughs> you know? I
0: said probably it's a cheap labor. Yeah, thing, you That was entirely your l- yeah. landlord's fault, That There's a there's a great dude while we're speaking about unemployment, uh, his name is Duma Kubole. Yeah. Uh, Duma Kubole, I think he's a journalist, if I'm not mistaken. He actually he's, 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 he's a researcher. He does great work on uh policy I think he's a, he's a policy expert and his work focuses a lot on research on economics and development in South Africa. Right. He's the one dude who actually got hold of Statistics South Africa and asked them to prepare for him a, a specific set of data. Not the one that they release that speaks about um, their actual unemployment rate, as per the government's definition of unemployment. Yeah. But then he told them to say, "I need numbers that also includes the people who are actually tired of looking; they're no longer looking for uh, um, um, employment. Employment. Yeah. But nonetheless, they are unemployed. Yeah. So he came up with great numbers. such that I think at some point when I listened to one of his interview on a certain podcast, he mentioned that. You know, even uh, Al Jazeera was surprised. Where did you get these numbers? Where do you, how did you cook up these numbers? And he, he told them that this is not cooking up the numbers. It was to actually show how science has been manipulated to send a certain narrative, which is actually inconclusive narrative. Yeah. So, But his work is actually beautiful. So anyone listening to this who might want to actually get more facts about the actual unemployment rate yeah. in South Africa, look at the works of Duma Kubule. Yeah.
1: I'll actually have a look as well. Great dude. He's a yeah. great
0: dude. I listen to him. He's, he's, he's amazing. He does a lot of work, yeah. far greater than what most I, academics do. I appreciate
1: do. people that, that go that extra mile, you know, yeah. because like the, the media can feed us some bullshit, man. Like, they can. They can give you some statistics straight out of their ass and you just like, you believe it, it and you take, you take everything. Yeah. Like all these COVID cases, you know, what if they're lying to us? They could just oh, be like, oh nice. yeah, there's 20,000 new cases today. It is what it is, (laughs) you know, like, and apparently they did do that initially. Oh, really? Yeah, during the, the, like, I think it was the beginning of 2020, there were, uh, there was conspiracies. We'll call it conspiracies, right? Because, you know, you don't want to, we don't have the facts, I guess. (laughs) True, yeah. Um, That doctors were fixing the numbers for COVID-19 to make people more afraid of the pandemic and put people in check, basically.
0: But doctors away...
1: I think it was South Africa and I'm pretty sure, I'm not, I wouldn't say they were fixing it per se, but there, were, there was incentive, right? They were incentivizing COVID-19 in the sense that if someone had like lung cancer or whatever and they had, they had tested positive for COVID and that person died of lung cancer, they would put it down as a COVID death. Oh. And just by that, they're fixing the number of deaths, you know, by COVID and right, all of that, right. you know. So that was by the way,
0: alleged. So you said yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, said. yes. Yeah. Um. Wow, that's scary.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's so easy for them to manipulate things like that, man. Who's gonna Who's gonna actually do the research? Let's be honest. I was I was keen though,
0: but I, I never really got a chance to look at this accurately. I know that South Africa, uh, probably the entire population now is approaching like fifty-nine million somewhere there. Um, and, and I was keen to actually say, if we're having these numbers of deaths, can we look at what is happening with the population size yeah. across how many kids have been born right. to see whether are we working on numbers that are existing yeah. in, in relation to COVID or we really just with our ignorance we're just picking up whatever numbers yeah. they're giving to us. Because yeah. I was shocked. I was like, who, who goes and make, COVID tests such that in a day we get over 2,000 cases. Yeah. Do we really have. And isn't it surprising, again, understanding our um, health system and our governance, yeah. that it seems as if numbers for COVID are the most accurate and the most yeah. good service delivery yeah, all ever? Sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden,
1: everything everything is works. great with the medical You know, industry. then the system is not offline <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we've got. Yeah, good and numbers the system and is whatnot. not down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what
0: happened to all the dud tests I'm telling you bro it, this is gonna make people mad I'm yeah. like, oh y'all are, y'all are speaking from the other side of privilege <laughs> we yeah. still saw that. this dude we love like, no, back joking. home we just have to be <laughs> we just have to be you know we we bringing these as realities that are happening back yeah. home and I think we have to pay close attention to them They're just dismissing them you yeah. know the Numbers are horrendous if you look at them. The death rate at some point, if you remember, the death rate was so over exaggerated, such that it was alleged that the governing party dug graves for people before they actually died.
1: Jeez, I don't even was, remember that. Do you know that, how saga. that is so <laughs> morbid? Just that's crazy. Imagine like you're alive and your tomb is there, it's waiting yeah, for you. That's goodness. insane, man. That's might, some uh, scary shit. Like I would that's, I would not even fuck with things like that. I just feel like that's bad omens.
0: But on hindsight, it might have been a good thing because wasn't the government paying for that land? Because remember, it's expensive also <laughs> to bury somebody in South <laughs> Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've that, that. You know, it's, it's expensive to <laughs> yeah. find land to bury people. I remember yeah. uh, at some point, living from Joburg South, we had a, somebody die who, who passed on where I used to live. And there were talks that he might actually have to go over to the other side of um, the north and also to get a plot of land there was going to be more expensive for the family so they can bury the person so like if you find land that the government has already prepared it for you and say okay you're going to die of COVID let's put you there your family doesn't have to pay then for the land probably that would have been
1: advantages I guess advantages yeah damn it's a a scary thought though isn't it like knowing that your grave is waiting for you and you're still fighting this I know this disease
0: yeah (laughs) Let's get back to mechatronics. I'm yes. interested in something there, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah, we, we go back and forth, but yeah, I'm interested in something there. The future, um, robotics and all the stuff, yeah. um, they're coming in. Um, I, I was in Melbourne a couple of days ago for oh, a yeah. holiday and I came across this dude. I was like, my goodness, I should have you on the podcast. So he's keen on coming and yeah. he will be coming soon. The guy does work on what is called Responsible Artificial Intelligence. Okay. Have you heard of Responsible Artificial Intelligence?
1: No, I don't even think... I don't even know that was a thing, to be honest. Yeah. I thought, in general, people who are studying artificial intelligence should have the decency to be responsible about it. You're
0: not responsible even an inch. (laughs) The fact
1: fact that there has to be a whole sector for this is a bit scary.
0: (laughs) Well... I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people, they're just stuck in their fields. They cannot even question nothing or whatever the case. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, the whole... Capitalist system that we have <laughs> that people have. F- I know. I know you're gonna laugh at me when I start speaking about capitalism. You and, and I, your
1: beef with capitalism. too I got me. no beef with capitalism. Okay. Perhaps
0: right. we need we need what is called um, conscious capitalism. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like that. You know what? That's. I agree with uh, that sentiment. Um. And I had yeah. Uh, conscious capitalism because the the whole point of you know people speaking about socialism and again today, I listened to a. What do you call this? I think it's a book club of the economic freedom fighters, and at oh, some yeah. point there was a Q and A, which uh, Doctor Lusi was actually responsible for, and he gave this response, which I felt like it was interesting about socialism, yeah. where somebody asked, "Don't you think this is now and you know um, an expired?" Not really an expired, that's not the word I'm looking for, but an outdated kind of a system now to say, let's go back to socialism. And I liked his response because he said, look, we, we acknowledge that things have changed now. We're no longer like, you know, in the 1800s, the 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 Marxian times and whatnot. Mm. So what we're proposing is that technology can continue, entrepreneurship can continue, but it needs sort of a, a certain level of consciousness, around it and what we're saying is that in in capitalism what happens is that the owners of the means of production are the ones who actually take the profit and for themselves and you know the gap between the rich and the poor is growing each and every day and how the whole thing of neoliberal you know globalization is actually exacerbating inequalities especially in global in the global south but then in his argument he said what the EFF is proposing is that we need a conscious socialism in a sense that the profit... So if you guys create your robotics and whatnot, artificial intelligence and kicks in, the profit, can we not see the profit only going into CJ's pocket? Can we see the profit benefiting everybody? But obviously for some people, they see that as the death of entrepreneurship and the death yeah. of creativity and whatnot.
1: Oh, uh, No, just because you're an entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to be selfish. You know, like you can the thing about profit is that it's profit, right? It's what, it's the money you get on top. It's not the return on, like it's not the entire revenue of what you get back from from the case. So if you do something as an entrepreneur and you break even, then you've made no money, but you've lost no money either, right? So I feel like if, if you want to have, I'm not really sure where I'm going with this, but, I don't understand how that how that kills profit because you can still have your profit it'll just be a little bit less if you if you're sharing it a bit more. And yeah, but
0: uh people are go not what what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh selfish.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. You have to be a and little bit greedy. selfish. Greed. That's what I was looking a, for. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not greedy, but selfish sometimes you have to be in life. I I definitely think it's very important to be <laughs> selfish sometimes in life, but we'll touch on that later. <laughs>
0: How about we touch on it now? No,
1: no, no. Let's talk about. Let's finish the. Uh, Mechatronics. No, the artificial intelligence. Oh yeah. So the
0: the dude is gonna come. Um. Uh, he's keen to have a conversation with me about responsible artificial intelligence. Yep. And to touch base about this whole thing when you go on the internet and you come across you know cookies. How do you how do you deal with cookies and whatnot? And um. I think it was him who mentioned a great book by I think it's just called Safi- Sophia, if I'm not mistaken, Noble. Sophia Noble yeah. from the U.S. She wrote a book titled uh, "Algorithms of Oppression," yep. and okay. I think the sub Sounds- says how the search engines reinforces racism.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, and I've, I think uh, I've. I saw, did you post something? I posted like that? something okay, about that, yeah. yeah.
0: And I've started sort of listening to her work. It's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like really to understand responsible artificial intelligence, you have to start from there. Right.
1: Uh, I don't even know. You see, with the argument of cookies and, and all of this data research and whatnot... I don't know why people were so fussed about it, right? Like, everyone knows that Google's taking all your information and Facebook's taking all your information. It's, not, it's no longer a secret. They've admitted it on trial, right?
0: Trust me, there's a lot of people who don't. There's a lot of people who are not even exposed to the great hack or social dilemma oh, or yeah. even the big shot. Yes, the Fair big enough. shot speaks about something else, the global repress, uh, recession of 2008 yeah. uh, and stuff.
1: I honestly don't know why they care so much because these people, the data that they're collecting is purely for advertising. Well, that's what they seem to say anyway. Um, and basically, it's just for, for you as an individual, how much can you consume on the internet? So what these search engines try to do and these social media apps try to do is they try to force things down on you that you are already interested in, right? So if you're doing like a... If you're searching some puppy breeds online or whatever and suddenly you see an ad for a leash or something, you shouldn't be that surprised, right? Like that's, that's what they're designed to do. It's... I don't know why people are so concerned with oh privacy. This privacy. The only time you should be concerned with privacy is if you're planning to do something insane, like if you if you're planning to do something crazy. Nobody cares about your porn search history. Nobody cares about, you know. They do care. They don't. They only care in this in the sense of of like capitalism. They don't care about um, like, you know, what type of individual you are. They except, do care still. You no, know, except if if you're like if you're gonna if you're gonna say some terrorist shit, you know, <laughs> then of course, some 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 places will be pinging, you know, like the FBI, the CIA, True all story. That
0: I heard from this other podcast, yeah. uh, which I'm not going to name, and the guy was explaining about a new system which probably might be put in place in the US. Hopefully, it'll be adopted elsewhere. You know how people are always doing like the copycat style. Yeah. And the guy said, apparently this system, if you want to borrow money from the government, um, so the, what, what do they call it? The digital footprint, the permanence of it will actually be visible in this. Your browser, so if you want to borrow money, they'll have to search your browser. What do you normally search? Yeah. What do you normally consume and whatnot? That is going to affect how much can you actually access the banks to borrow yeah. money. But and see, I don't know how then that's going to work out with now, you know, um, um, bitcoin coming in as is an opposing system towards the bank systems yep. and whatnot the yeah. decentralized currencies yeah. and all of that
1: yeah yeah man it's 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 gonna be a very interesting few years let's put it like that you know <laughs> um it's crazy that COVID's still around it's been two years now and this pandemic is still alive and well right. um it's almost like 2020 and 2021 were just mashed up into one long year <laughs> um hence
0: i wasn't even aware that we were already in 2022 in the beginning i was like welcome (laughs) to 2021 yeah we've got a long way to cover that but i guess that will be our bouncing spot towards mechatronics the future and artificial intelligence yeah but now you're touching on covid yeah before we get on covid i wanted to sort of push back on what you said about the cookies and whatnot yeah Yes, the conversation you were making was mainly about the cookies, why people shouldn't care. And I'm not that. saying
1: people shouldn't care. I'm just saying there's people who are over-exaggerating how important they think their search history is, you know? and I.
0: But I think it is because if you look at just the whole way in which a, an individual access the internet, yep. either through your cookies, your search engines and whatnot... Whoever is watching on the other side is cap- it basically knows if I am to persuade this person, if I am to deceive, or if I am to deceive this person, how can I use the internet to to, yeah. to, to to do that? You get what I'm saying? And which is where, if you tuned into the Great heck. heck. yeah, the persuadables, right? right? That's what you're yeah. talking about. If you look at the Great heck, yeah, um, it shows how easy it is uh cambridge analytica yeah. actually even played part in the trump yeah uh administration and whatnot how
1: but you must remember with the trump administration it was also advertising whether we like to admit it or not yeah, political political parties also use advertising platforms and i'm not saying i'm not i'm not saying this that's is ethical, where now by i'm saying means. they have yeah. to care yeah. Okay. They
0: have to be careful then about what they consume and, and the other them. But then if you are being persuaded by what's them.
1: on your screen so easily, then that's something like you have to check on yourself, you know what I mean? Like if you're so easily manipulated by things that are on the internet and whatnot. Like I understand advertising, right? Like it it's a way to try and convince people to buy something that maybe they don't necessarily need, right? So if you're if you see something online, like everybody sees those those uh What do you call it? Those Mm pop-ups. If you're streaming on a legal site, for example, if you're trying to watch football or something, Mm -hmm. and it's not on any of the other platforms, then you stream on an illegal site, and then you see these pop-ups like, "Oh, there's Meg, 35 year old, you know, five kilometers away, whatnot." That's up to you to, you know, click X on that. Like you don't, you don't necessarily have to enter into those things. But the moment you do, you should know that digital maze. Yeah, it's called the maze. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You need to be able to work the digital maze, right? The people I feel for are the people who are too young to understand it and the people who are too old to understand it, right? Anyone between, like, the age of, I'd say, 12 now, maybe even 10, considering how smart these kids are, um, <laughs> yeah. from 10 to, like, 60 is fine. I think they should be fine enough to navigate through the internet and whatnot, like they've had it for a fairly long time. But if you're easily... <sighs> If you can easily click on those links, then that's a reflection on you. you know a lot of people i don't I don't want to shit on too many people, right, but I'm just saying that you have control over that to some extent you so should have control you should right? have control over mm. that to some extent so yeah i
0: mean all that all that goes also with the kind of education that has been given to people right and and by education, I don't always mean like formal university education, but I mean like on a social setting like as you're sitting with your friends, especially yeah. those that you know they love to click nonsense. I mean, COVID should have pointed to us that there's too many people who like to click nonsense. Yeah. Because everybody was just posting a whole lot of uh, conspiracies, conspiracies yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, and true. you wonder, where did you get the stuff? And all of a sudden, they trust a certain scientist or yeah. a certain philosopher that they don't even know where this philosopher yeah, came from. Yeah, everyone became a medical expert you know? huh, when yeah. COVID-19 so, came so around. So even conversations yeah. with our mates, you know, like, as to, hey, you got to be careful about also part of these things. And yep. this is how you fact check, yep. you know, some of the content that you consume or whatever the case. But not everybody has the privilege to do that because not everybody is really interested in doing research and yeah, backgrounds exactly. and whatnot, you know. Yeah, um, people and will I repost guess, any old bullshit. Honestly. Which is why then I see the importance of policy coming yep. in, you know, policy. In, in, in And I mean, some people would call it censorship. But again, we may have to have a conversation about is censorship entirely Terrible. Or censorship has a form of, you know, um, uh, protection also for for yeah. its people. I mean, we can talk even about what is happening in China, how yeah. uh, certain platforms are not but allowed.
1: You, you see, know? that's what I'm saying. So that's the flip side of that coin of mm-hmm. the censorship. Aren't you worried that we're going to live in a world where it's going to be overprotective, and you know, we're not going to have the same freedom as we used to? And now, suddenly, everything that we do is monitored. I, I mean, everything that we do is monitored anyway, but to the point where like they stop you from doing certain things and it's just like
0: yeah i don't know i feel like that's where that's where now the thing is for me yeah i feel like sometimes overprotection is needed unless you yeah unless you show that your people are well educated enough you get what i'm saying so it's more for me it's more about that's
1: where the education comes from
0: they have to speak to one another. Yeah. I'd say let them speak to one another, the education and policy or the over you know, uh, um, protection or whatever the case, so that yep. you don't have also a bunch of people who only know their radius and beyond yep. their radius, they know nothing much, right? But at the same time, we have to give the education so that people are aware and they can sense a propaganda uh, even f- if the propaganda comes from the very same people who are trying to protect, because there's that a- aspect also, that people need to think that to understand that sometimes the one who's protecting you might actually be the dangerous one at the same time, yep. as people are saying about you know some countries around who are actually censoring their own people in what they see. Yeah, North on, Korea. Yeah, we don't have to be around the bush. Yeah, <laughs> at some point. At yeah. some point. Zimbabwe did that when there was a protest, and they were oh, really? making sure that people do not communicate with the world outside. Oh yet. wow, did not know that. Well, during the coup, um, when when the other old guy <laughs> oh. was being <laughs> taken, you know, out of office. Um, <laughs> Our friend Robert, and 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 also and also with a new guy at some point when. Yeah. I think there was a bit of a protest about service delivery or something like that. And there was the military out there just, you know, violating people and whatever the case. And there was a bit of media censorship at some point, you know. South Africa tried.
1: I think, yeah... If the, you
0: remember, under Shlaudi, uh, uh, South Africa tried SABC to say we don't, we're not going to show this content and that content and that content. At some point, yeah. the EFF was one of the uh, uh, rallies that they were not, uh, you know, allowed that they can be shown and whatnot because yeah. they've got like a very hard speech or whatever the case.
1: Yeah. So with the censorship thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the you know how COVID nineteen, there was a lot of like, uh, at, like especially during the peak of it, there was a lot of uh news um what what am i trying to say like there was a lot of articles and a lot of apps that were um basically putting this banner on the front page saying that you know we do not condone the misinformation like the spread of misinformation of covid19 and whatnot yeah and you know they basically just blocked off platforms that that did it you know david Icke was one of the uh more famous anti-vaxxers and anti-regime whatever people right yeah. and he was talking about all of these things and how like you know they're censoring people and they're basically taking away your freedom of speech and the freedom of of knowledge which to some to some extent makes sense right because if if you're going to suddenly fix all the information that's passed through twitter that's passed through facebook it's like okay then where do you draw the line you know if you're going to if you're going to prevent them the spread of misinformation of covid-19 what are, how like what's preventing them from blocking other platforms for other things, you know, like political agendas. If they're going to spread the misinformation of, I don't know, Trump's campaign or the misinformation of this or that, you know, then it's like, where where do we draw the line? That's when censorship becomes an issue.
0: Like I said, educate people so they understand that even the very same person who's trying to protect them can be dangerous. So let's say you block all the conspiracies and whatnot. Okay. Would you really say, from the very same experts, you know, medicine, medical researchers, would you say we really, 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 really found accurate information about COVID?
1: There probably is accurate information out there, but no one's willing to do the research. And, um,. Or that...
0: Or people are scared for their lives. Because, I mean, at this particular moment, you know, a lot of experts came out, likes of um, Sanjay Gupta... Yeah. Uh likes of I think it's it's Peter McCullough, if I'm not mistaken, and many other people. Yeah. They do speak about the gain of function and how COVID started and whatnot, but who does what with that kind of information? Yeah. The people said it is not the very same powerful people. How do you bring them down? So you still need to educate people to understand that the very same person trying to protect you can actually be the very same dangerous person you need to be careful of.
1: Yeah. But again, even with how, how, would you edu- how would you go about doing something like that? How would you educate people on this stuff? Because even the education has to come through the same platforms. So
0: The problem, the problem is that then when you take the education, which is part of my research now, yeah. and you give it to the private sector, then the private sector knows how to mold people to be ignorant about certain stuff.
1: But so does the national sector or whatever the opposite of the private sector is. Look, the state, I guess
0: a capable state so in that case we talk we're in that case when we say a state education or whatever which yes. is not a, a neoliberal free education it's a question of whether do we have competent people in there or not yeah right where else on the other side it's a matter of you know understanding deception and capital is the idea let's just deceive people but at the same time the competence of the the state still remains even on the other flip side. Yeah. So you're dealing with two things, competent of the state and a neoliberal privatized education that yeah. actually senses things. But when we're talking about only in the absence of private sector, we now have to only look at one case, the competency of the state. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I guess, yeah, that makes sense. If you're only rather the devil you know than the devil you don't know, right? So... <laughs>
0: um thanks for coming Oh it's been a pleasure. We need to man. wrap I'm, thanks for coming yeah. and
1: just before I wrap though yep. can oh, I
0: yes uh, the, the stuff that you do
1: yes um, one of the things I didn't mention when we started was that uh I'm one third of a of a mini company I'll say and one of our first ventures is starting this online store called Homemade Easy so the website is www.homemadeeasy.com.au. basically we have a various amount of products, which are like home products things like a mozzie lamp and uh, solar lights and stuff just general stuff that will help you at home and uh, you know we just got started so if you're if you're just willing to experiment and try something new give us a you know give us a look and follow our our social medias which is also homemadeeasy.com.au on Facebook and Instagram so
0: yeah. So it's up and running already. Yes, it's alive. Right. It is live. I'll put the link on the bio yes. of this episode. Oh, for nice. For people to actually um, Oh, I appreciate that a lot. It. And do you ship outside of Australia?
1: Um, honestly, we do, but it's much slower than it would be in Australia because we're very focused in Australia, hence the.com Au. A- yeah. yeah. But if you're from outside of Australia, go for it. Have a look at our website. If, place an order. You know, if it comes through, we'll, we'll, if, we, if we can ship it to you, we'll do that. You know, we won't, won't hesitate. Right. Just know that it, it might be a long waiting period.
0: I always knew you were a capitalist. Anyways. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so are you. You just I, don't um, know yet? Part
0: of, I, no, part of me I know. I want money. Yeah. I, Everyone I, wants I don't, money. I don't play with my money. Yeah, But it's just that I, I don't like greed. I such yeah, yeah,
1: me neither. I'm not greedy by any means. This is this is a way of freedom, man. Fin- financial freedom. That's, mm. that's the goal and uh, i wouldn't say that's greed i think that's just me looking out for myself and my family and all the people i care about yeah but
0: touch base lastly on mechatronics what do you need to study mechatronics
1: good grades (laughs) i'm joking you don't honestly i had shit grades uh you just need uh honestly any engineering or any degree in general needs that curiosity if you have that curiosity then i honestly think you'll be you'll be fine because learning it is, is a step-by-step process. So Everyone they're not has their specific
0: about whether you should come from the sciences or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Is that you what you meant? Like this? Yeah, okay,
1: yeah. The speci- okay. So specifically, you need like physics, maths. Um, and I think in South Africa, you need chemistry, which is so funny. But you don't need chemistry. Oh, physics okay. and maths are the two main subjects. Yeah, but I
0: think our chemistry and physical science were sort of part one, part two of it. Yeah. Nice one. Uh, Visions and tones. That was CJ thanks CJ for coming in and thanks to you the listeners and the family of the visions and tones for tuning in Um, hoping to see you again next time and we are out